Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, good morning. Yeah, it's, uh, it is really. It's, um, oh, it's obviously a, a great horse and, uh, you know, it's great to be in, in partnership with Dad and, and achieve that uh, so early on. There were some real question marks about the horse this time last week. In fact, your dad came on the show and told us, yes, he's going to start after a hoof abscess was dug out the previous Friday. Were you at any stage concerned, firstly, by the abscess, but more importantly by the fact he hadn't raced for five weeks because it has been a very, very long time since a horse has won a major two-mile race in this country off the back of a five-week break? Yeah, well, the abscess was uh, was probably something we're on to relatively quick. Kerry Estridge, the, our farrier, he was up there um, at the time and, and addressed the problem straight away. So uh, I think because we were on to it, um, as soon as it happened, uh, it, it was a huge benefactor in that way. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, to get the horse to the to the track, obviously, uh, Dad's up there and, and doing most of the all the... Uh, the work there, and um, you know, he's he's uh, <laughs> sort of his first time to do it. Obviously, as he said, he's won it ten times or so. So, um, you know, he's uh, he got the horse prime for the night, and uh, yeah, his uh, his ability carried him the rest of the way. What sort of horse is a cooter? He's a bigger horse. He's more physically imposing than a self-assured, who was outstanding in second. What sort of horses is he to be around? Is he a big eating horse? Is he a horse who needs a lot of work because he has a nice big round barrel on him? Talk to us about this horse who has been such a huge part of harness racing for the last two and a half years, and I sort of get the feeling we're only scratching the surface on him now. Yeah, that's probably a fair call. He's, um, he's sort of been a, a big baby, really, but quite some time he's been dad's looked after him very well and in the way he's placed him to date and uh and he's he's just starting to come into it. He's he's quite a um naturally quite a, a a big round horse so uh you know the racing is definitely um definitely something he, he needs to to tighten him up. But um it was sort of later on in, the, in his campaign he'd had the, the groundwork underneath him so that's probably probably got him to uh got him over the line in a race like the Open Cup. Okay, we seem to have lost Greg there. Greg is talking, but you can't hear him, and I can. So <laughs> we'll get Greg in from the Christchurch studio because he has a lot to add about these things. Hey, Nathan, just on the on the dual situation, like you basically have stayed down in Christchurch and done the entire barn there, and your dad's been in Auckland for the last two months. How does that work? For example, do you ring Dad every day and say, we're doing this, this, and this? Does he tell you what he's doing every day? How does the communication work? Because it, the results have obviously been very good. So how does the All-Stars father and son set up work? Uh, well, Dad just leaves me to do what I want to do down south. Um, I just touch base with him um, every every couple of days at least. But most of the days we, we talk and uh, just run through what, we, what we've what we done with the team that day. And, uh, 
yeah, neither one of us sort of pushing the other one really. It's uh, it works out really good, and he's got enough trust in me to um, to make sure these horses are spot on down here. And uh, obviously, I don't need to worry about what he does because he's <laughs> he's, the, he's the master of it. Nathan, congratulations on the Quinella and the Auckland Cup. You also had Oscar Bonavina go around in the Reharvest Row Cup. And, well, he went a terrific race. Yes, he got beaten by Love in the Port. But uh, getting him back to this level and competitive at this level has been quite a challenge, not only for your father, but the stable as a whole. Yeah, that's a fair call. He's very um, day-by-day sort of a, a horse. He's had um, his, his sort of fair share and niggly issues and um, yeah to to get him to 100% uh, where he's trotting the best he's, he's ever trotted and um, you know, he's he's the other last couple of runs or last handful of runs have been uh, as good as what he's ever raced I think so um, you know, hopefully we can keep him in this sort of form and uh, you know, we get another 12 months out of him at least. Nathan, so what happens with the big bangers now? You've got Akuta self-assured, uh, talking to Mark on Friday night, no Brisbane campaign for them. What happens to Oscar Bonavina? How long do they have out now? Um, yes, what, what's the plans around those, or are you and Dad yet to sit down and absolutely nail that? Uh, yeah, Dad flies back on Tuesday, so uh, we'll sit down sort of later in the week and, um, and discuss whether where they go and what they do. But um, the majority of them, just going through the programs myself, can, can have six weeks off and um, and come back and, and target the, towards the end of the year. There's um, races across the board for, for all of them. Nathan, if it was up to you, would you want to go to Queensland? I mean, it's you know, a young man, you've been there before. It always sounds like a good idea. And uh, while self-assured is absolutely flying, it could be a very brutal gate speed type of racing. Would you like to go, or are you quite enjoying settling in and, and putting your own stamp on the barn down there and, and looking forward to working up some of the new babies? Yeah, a bit of both, really, Nick. Um, you know, the, the babies is obviously where the future's at, and uh, it's something I love love doing, working with them and, uh, and watching them progress and, and teaching them the ropes of things. So... Um, you know, but then on the other hand, there's, there's so much money on the, on offer in the Brisbane Carnival, and um, you know you got horses like Don't Stop Dreaming and uh, and the Coot and Self Assured that you, you know you can you know the only capacity they they could make. So um, you know, it's it doesn't really worry me. It's um it's something that I'm very happy with either way. But uh, you know, obviously um, Brisbane's been great to me over the few years that I've been there, and um, yeah, it's. Uh, it could be persuaded either way, to be honest, to answer your question, Matt. You've obviously been in a situation where you could have joined Dad as a full-time worker probably 12 years ago, maybe longer. Um, you've taken the option to go to Australia. You've worked with a range of trainers. You've taken time to, to work across the road and be a, a rival for your dad, working with Cran and, and Chrissy Delgetti. Do you feel like you're in the right place now? Does it feel like home? Did this feel like where you were always going to kind of end up in partnership with Dad doing a wonderful job with rather than 70, 80 or 100 horses, a team of 40 or 50 horses who are really good ones? Is this where Nathan Purden was going to end up and is this where you want to be? Yeah, definitely where I want to be. Like, um, this has always been home. It's uh, I've always known that the got to go out and broaden the horizons and get uh, different ideas from so many different people um, 
early on the the travel early when I was sort of 17, 18 um, was mainly through driving. I I wanted to give that a bit of a crack and just um, go round to through uh, Melbourne and and uh, Queensland and Perth. I was in at one stage too, just to um, more so for the for the driving and, and seeing if, if that was going to work out or even in the future if it if it comes to it, um, just to to learn a bit more. So uh, yeah, there's there's times too when I went away with. Uh, Dad's team and, and obviously travelled away with when me and Cram were in partnership with, with horses and it's all learning experience and um, you know something that's put me in good stead now I feel Alright, your dad's the master but you're still a very skilled group one trainer and the results in the South Island without your dad in the last two months, albeit not a lot of horses racing, have been very strong what happens if your dad wants to make a decision on a horse and you're not kind of sure he's not right, you're sure he's not right? What say you want to do something 100% different from dad and dad wants to do another thing? Do you say to him, hey, dad, maybe we should do this or when I was an Aussie, we did this? Or when your dad's Mark Purden, do you just go, nah, he probably knows what he's doing? <laughs> well, not very often that happens, to be honest, mate. He's, uh, he's generally... Um, all over it, I don't really question it, but uh, there's certain things that um, Dad's happy to to sit there and, uh, and and sort of go down a different path that he's probably not used to, and uh, got to give him a lot of credit for that because obviously it's um, you know, it's not something that a lot of people could do, I don't think. But uh, yeah, he's certainly uh, he's okay with trying different things, and, and even just the fact of of leaving me alone, and uh, you know, I'll say things that. And he might not entirely agree with, but uh, towards the towards the end, and, and they race good. He said, "I'm, I'm he's glad that we've done it." And um, you know, he's he's got uh, because we've got the results. Now he um, he doesn't have any reason to question me, and hopefully he uh, can can continue. Give me an example. Give me an example of something during your different travels to your dad, because I know your dad's a very diverse thinker, and he'll try one thing one week and then he'll change it, and I think it's what's made him such a great trainer, among other things. But what's something you like to do with the horses or feed or um, just any part of the training process that you've brought to the All-Stars in the last six months that your dad maybe wasn't doing? Um, well, uh, for example, when we got Oscar and um, he, he wasn't sort of um, wasn't sure about why he wasn't going so good and and uh, he had him in with a resistance cart there and um, I tried him to take him out of it because I just didn't think his old body was handling that sort of work and uh, and he just generally always tried it better once he'd done a first heat to opposed to just working on one heat each time he fast worked so um, we tried that and, and he admitted that um, you know, he was trotting a lot better for it and even pre-race warming them before the races now um you know he seems to trot a lot better now through that um so yeah just small things um that that i sort of might suggest and, and he's willing to to um to give it a go i suppose all right i've got two questions for you before we let you go and congratulations on friday night and thank you for those insights this morning who's the best horse the All Stars are training at the moment. <laughs> um, a question. I suppose. Uh, oh, she's Lord Nike. I suppose she's uh, she's very special. Okay, 
whose ability aside, who's your favourite horse? Who's the horse you look forward to seeing the most in the morning? Um, probably uh, we can have it all. Um, two-year-old trot and filly. Um, I brought her in Melbourne when I was over there for um, for Gordon Banks and Mark Hanover. And, um, they, they brought her knowing that she was going to come back to New Zealand with me and um, put a lot of faith in me there. So, uh, yeah, to, to see her doing a good job and, and I've done all the work with her right from the start, um, you know, it's probably uh, it's very rewarding. Nathan, it's been uh, you've had a wonderful uh, career so far for a very young man, and I can tell you personally, I'm very proud of you for getting up and leaving the family enclave and then coming back to it. I think it's been the making of you. So we're looking forward to talking to you more on Trot's Talk and, and on everything else we do for the box seat and lots of other things uh, over the years to come, God willing. But congratulations on Friday night. I hope you and your dad get a chance to go out for dinner and... I don't know, have a beer or do whatever men and sons do and they're successful together. So, mate, um, I hope you get a chance to enjoy it at some stage. And, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing how this wonderful bunch of horses you have go in the second half of 2023. I'm sure we will. Thanks a lot, Nick.